Hey everybody, it's Marvin with My Side Auditor, and we are continuing our discussion on how to run a successful SEO company. In this podcast, I want to talk to you about how to create an awesome company culture. And I got to be honest, I did it the wrong way at the beginning for so many years. I didn't know what I was doing. I was kind of learning as I went, and I want to save you some of those, some of the time and the money that I lost over the you know the first few years of my existence in the in the SEO world, and by by just teaching you and telling you some of my experiences. So, company culture. So, company culture has really changed over the last twenty or thirty years. You know, really since like the nineteen eighties, it completely changed. You know, really since the nineties, I say it, it's 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 changed more dramatically. You know, with with Google and Facebook and all these really cool innovative companies that are creating these awesome corporate cultures that are hard to compete with, right? So. Being a small business, you know, you're going to have a lot of competition with bigger companies that are going to take, take your employees away, right? So you're going to train them. You're going to make them awesome. And a bigger company is going to offer them, like, something really cool, like, oh, we're going to reimburse you for your education or we're going to give you this unbelievable financial package. Well, you need to provide some type of alternative benefits to your employees or else you're going to lose them. It's just that simple. So it all starts with the hiring process. The first thing you want to do, and a mistake I made, was I sugarcoated everything in my initial interviews with people. I was like, oh, yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to do this. And, you know, you're going to be, you know, so this and so that. I would say all these things to sugarcoat the job and not really say the truth about what it was. It was all sugarcoated. And what happened was a lot of employees would start and they would quickly realize that it wasn't as glamorous as I kind of communicated it in the interviews. Big mistake. So I get a little bit of turnover there, right? So then I started to realize that I have to be brutally truthful when communicating a job description in an interview. I have to tell them exactly what's expected of them, exactly how they're going to be rewarded, the pros, the cons, all these different things. And that made it a lot better. That that kept retention very, 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 very high as far as employees go. You know, they really knew what they were getting into, and they were happy about it, and they came to work knowing what they were getting into, and they got what they, what they heard. The next thing I started to do was work on the culture as, you know, the environment, the atmosphere of the, uh, of the actual business. So what we did was we went out and we really tried to make our office as comfortable and as homely as possible. We wanted people to feel like they were at home. And we wanted people to relax and have a non-stressful, well, a, a, a minimal stressful environment as possible. And it's always going to be a little stressful. You know, work is work. So we went out and great, got uh, couches. We got a Wii. We had a PlayStation. We had some old school Nintendo. We had we had basketball hoops everywhere. We had um, an old, old school Atari 2600 which some of you people might remember, but some of you may not. But we had all these different things. We had, I mean, this is a ton of stuff, you know. We had as much stuff as possible to make it feel as comfortable as possible in that environment. So when people came to work, they didn't have to sit at their desk the entire time. We had people sitting on couches working. We had people shooting hoops a couple of times, Nerf-type hoops, really small ones. We had people playing video games. And I never got mad. I never got upset that they were taking a break. This is how they unwinded. This is how they were performing better, by unwinding and being relaxed. And they would stay longer and and work harder because they loved being there. So creating a company culture is 
about your environment. That's one of the main things. What I also did was to compete with, a, you know, bigger, bigger players out there, bigger corporations, bigger agencies that would kind of come in and uh, snatch my employees up is I created flex hours, right? Remember in the earlier podcast when I talked about I worked at CareerBuilder early on, we had to wake up at like 5.30 to make sure that we were at work on Monday mornings by 7 a.m. Oh, I hated that. So it was just horrible. Smoking cigarettes on the way to work in the car, it was just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not a smoker anymore, but it was just horrible. It was just a long commute. I hated being there. So I promised myself if I ever had employees, I was going to have flex start hours. Notice what I said, flex start hours. Flex start hours, not flex hours, but flex start hours, meaning you could start as early as you want up until 10 a.m. You just had to be there by 10 a.m. because we want, <clears throat> excuse me, we want people in the office talking, collaborating, and, and working as a team, but you could start up until 10 a.m. And as long as you got a full solid day's work in, we were fine. I was totally cool with it, totally happy with it. And you could take a break anytime you want, play video games, do whatever you want. As long as your work was getting done, I didn't really care. And it was just another way that I could offer a benefit that giant companies with a lot more money couldn't do or wouldn't do. I remember, you know, one time, um, <clears throat> excuse me, one of the one of my favorite employees um, was snatched out of our office by the Chicago Bulls. He is now the one of the web developers for the Chicago Bulls. And you know, if anybody had to do it, I'm glad it was the Chicago Bulls because it's my favorite basketball team in the world. But there was things that they were offering offering him that we just couldn't offer. We just, you know, didn't offer the same exact things. I mean, now it's the Chicago Bulls. We're not going to be able to compete with them from a uh, brand perspective. You know, it's much more glamorous to work with the Bulls than to work at Ocean. But still, that taught me a lesson that I had to compete with other companies that are going to snatch the people I trained and I made rock, I turned into rock stars. They're going to snatch them up, take them, and offer them more money, benefits, whatever the case is. I had to be smarter. So things like flex hours. Um, in a small business, when you have like 10, 20 employees, you know, I never counted vacation days. I never counted sick days. I don't care how often you're sick. If you're sick, you're sick. We're, we're adults here. If you, if you really want to pretend like you're sick and you can't come in every Monday, we're going to figure out that you're probably, you know... Uh, you're probably milking the whole uh, sick day thing, and, and it, it's going to become obvious. Vacation days. I, I paid for vacation days damn near day one. Now, if you were hired and you wanted vacation a week later, you know, that's a different story. But with, you know, with relative time, you know, a, week, uh, a couple of months, I paid you for vacation. Absolutely 100%. As long as you were productive and your work was getting done and we were hitting our goals, I didn't care. I would pay you for vacation, I'll pay you for sick days, and I wasn't counting them. It was kind of the honor roll system, right? So you knew when you were abusing the, the rules, and we knew. Everybody around you knew. It was obvious. We didn't need an HR team to determine whether or not Sandra was gone for too many days last month. It was obvious. It was apparent. And rarely did I ever have to say anything. I don't remember even saying anything. Maybe one person took a sick day one too many times. I was like, oh... And I knew they were a drinker or something like that, and they were out boozing the night before. Whatever. As long as they were productive and got their work done and hit their goals, I really didn't care. You know? and, and another thing that we gave was coffee shop days. We allowed our employees to go to coffee shops um, around the city of Chicago and, and work in coffee shops. And what that did for them is gave them a little bit of 
quiet time, right? So they could focus on, you know, maybe they had a big strategy brief due or a big project due or whatever the case is. Maybe they're working on something very, very intense and they need some time. Well, there's a lot of distractions around the office, especially when you got video games and couches and people roaming around talking and doing all these different things. I mean, we worked hard, but there are distractions, right? There's phone calls, there's bosses, you know, saying stuff to you, neighbors, you know, on the desk next to you saying stuff. So we would allow coffee shop days as much as you want. You could go to a coffee shop and work your butt off as much as you want. We were all on, you know, the same, uh, Messenger, I think it was Yahoo Messenger at the time. We were all on that Messenger, so if I really needed you, I could just open up IM and you know Yahoo IM and just message you and just say, hey, what are you doing? Where are you at? I need this document or whatever the case is, and it was that simple. So you've got to create that company culture. You have to. You're going to get. You know, you're going to lose your employees to bigger and better companies. You know, that are going to offer them more money, and you want your employee to when they get offered that bigger better job, so to speak, put better in quotes. Um, when they get offered that job, you want them thinking twice. Well, I'm going to give up my flex hours. I'm going to give up my unlimited vacation days, my honor roll vacation days, my honor policy um, vacation days. I'm going to give up all these you know, awesome things like the video games and the relaxation, the no pressure, and I'm judged by my productivity. I'm giving those things up to go work for you know, corporate America or some bigger agency. You know, who you might be working, they might be working till midnight every day. I'm going to give those things up. Do I really want to do that? And what I would encourage you to do is talk to your, your, your team and say, look, you know, if anybody ever approaches you for a different job, it's going to happen. If it does, the only thing I ask is just, hey, come talk to me first before you make any decisions. Come talk to me. Just, you know, we, let's, we have a mutual respect. We have a mutual loyalty. You know, I'm loyal to you. You're loyal to me. It's mutual. So creating company culture is super important. And it's so important because you are a small business and you're going to need to retain your key players, your rock stars. And creating company culture is one way to do it. Um, the last thing I'll, I'll, I'll talk about is health benefits real quick. It's, you know, it's tough sometimes being a small business and providing a lot of different benefits. And at one point in time, we did provide health benefits, but... After, you know, we moved off Michigan Avenue and into a smaller loft and, you know, my business partner was no longer with me and, and all these things were kind of like going through. I stopped offering it. You know, if you had it, you could keep it, but I stopped offering it. What I did in exchange, though, was I made sure that my health benefits rep from our healthcare provider met with every single new employee. So anybody that came in the office, the next, you know, or anybody that was hired, I should say, met with our rep a couple of days later. So the rep would come out, meet with them, and say, hey, so-and-so, do you want health insurance? This is your packages. So now they had an option because most people don't know where to go get health care from. you got to Google it and you know figure it out and talk to who's got the best rates and all these different things. So we at least provided an option for them. You know, So I, I wish I could provide that health care benefits the entire time, but it was just a point where we need to get super lean and and – there, we, were, we were coming out of a tough time period, and I stopped offering it, and that was a solution to it. So creating, again, we'll, we'll wrap this conversation up by creating a good company culture to retain your employees. So that's it. I hope that makes sense, and I hope uh, you learned a lot from this podcast. Once again, this is Marvin with My Side Auditor, and I will talk to you on the next podcast.